Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything, life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. Uh, in today's episode, we're just going to touch a little bit on um, FBI Director Ray's testimony the other day. There's uh, quite a few Congress uh, congressmen and women that were asking questions and stuff you probably might not see on the mainstream media. Anyway, before we get going on this podcast, I just want to give a big shout out to our sponsors. Our first sponsor is Love My Legs, Owen Sound Gray Bruce. Just uh, click on the link below and check them out on Facebook. They uh, sell, of course, ladies' leggings, and they are the only uh, guaranteed leggings in the business. Lifetime guarantee, that's for sure. Start with confidence, and they offer three styles of waistbands. Like I said, click on their link below, and you can um, check them out there. Our other sponsor is HeShirtsSheShirts.ca. Head on over to HeShirtsSheShirts. Once again, hit the link below and follow them on their website and check out what they have to offer. They are more than just a t-shirt company. All right? All right, cool. Let's get into this podcast. Sorry I haven't been around for a while. I've been doing other things. But first, we are going to jump into the uh, uh, first uh, podcast or first uh, video here about uh, Ray's uh, testimony in the house. We're going to get right into it. We've got a few videos to show you. One, two, three, four, five, well, five videos I'll click on. And um, we'll kind of comment as we go. But these are the things that you probably have never seen or even heard of. So uh, this is the kind of thing that I watch. Sometimes people ask me, hey, what do you watch? What do you listen to? You know, what do you get information from? Well, this is right from the horse's mouth, basically, right? So this is these are uh, senatorial hearings, these uh, question and answers uh, that are being done. And you got to remember, when these people, if they lie uh, during testimony, uh, they could be put in prison for lying, just like people have uh, that were supporting Trump that uh, lied, like Oliver Stone, not Oliver Stone, Roger Stone, and uh, he uh, did some time because he uh, perjured himself. So these people can't perjure themselves. Let's tell the truth, but. Uh, Ray does a great job in uh, sidetracking questions, avoiding questions. Um, he's just one of these guys that'd be uh, he'd probably be really hard in a desp- uh, deposition because um, he, he's, he's, a, he's a hard man to uh, kind of pin down. But uh, anyway, like I said, this first one is going to be of a congressman by the name of Wesley Hunt. He's asking uh, questions to uh, Mr. Ray. Here we go. And that's from an NBC poll. I wouldn't exactly call that uh, right media propaganda, and I think I know why. Here's what the American people know and believe about the FBI today, sir. If you are a Trump, you'll be prosecuted. If you are a Biden, you'll be protected. And the American people that I represent are sick and tired of this double standard. It seems like every single hearing that we have in this room, we talk about the two-tiered justice system of Biden's DOJ and the FBI, and as we were talking earlier, here we are again. 
President Trump endured an unprecedented raid at his home in Mar-a-Lago. President Biden's home, however, was respectfully browsed. President Trump is facing up to 400 years in federal prison for allegedly being in possession of classified documents he obtained as the commander-in-chief of these United States of America. And meanwhile, President Biden is facing no charges for the classified documents he had held at his time as a senator and a vice president, not the president of these United States of America. And last I checked... He had no legal authority to declassify those documents. That is a fact. Assuming President Trump was in possession of said classified documents, would those documents be more secure, surrounded by Secret Service at Mar-a-Lago, or in a box, in a garage, behind your Corvette? No, they answer that question. Question for you, sir. What can you tell us about the status of the FBI's investigation of President Biden's classified documents found next to his Corvette in Delaware and those found at the Penn Biden Center? Do we have an update on that, sir? What I can tell you is that there is an ongoing special counsel investigation led by Mr. Robert Herr, uh, and we have FBI agents uh, affiliated with it, working on it, working very actively and aggressively with him on that case. Um, I obviously disagree with your description of the two standards. In my view, we, at least under my watch, we have one standard, okay. uh, and that is we're going to pursue the facts wherever they lead, no matter who likes it. And I add that last part because especially in sensitive investigations, mm-hmm. almost by definition, somebody's not going to like it. So I understand, and that's actually why I led with the sentiment of the American people. I understand that, that, at, that's at your the, sentiment. Okay. Let me, I, I do want to finish this. So, so I want everybody to talk about this dichotomy that we have seen. I, I, I get your point, sir, but that's just not what we see as the public, as we the people. We see one case being fat, fast-tracked and one case being slow-walked. That's exactly we right. We see one president's home being raided, the other president's home being kindly searched. You have one government agency, the Secret Service, protecting the former president and his home, and another government agency, the FBI, raiding the same home. Now, to me, sir, that's tragically ironic, and we expect more from a functional constitutional republic, and these things shouldn't be happening. Now, it's my opinion that Joe Biden is the most unpopular president we have seen in a century, and that's why he knows the only way to stop President Trump from beating him in November is by putting him in jail. You talked about this, Mr. Fry. In the 247 years of this existence of this great nation, only one president has ever been indicted by the DOJ and has home raided by the FBI. Now, some have said that President Trump's indictment means that no one is above the law. Okay, all right, I would love to see that. But what about Hillary Clinton? Bingo. What about Joe Biden? Joe Biden. What about Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden. Who is America's favorite son. Let me tell you something. I got a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old daughter at my house. Hunter Biden to me... It's like glitter. He is on everything, and you cannot get rid of him. And yet nothing is going to be done about this. We're sick of it. James Comey decided not to prosecute Hillary Clinton despite overwhelming evidence that she committed crimes. And as I recall, it was the position of the FBI to not prosecute because they didn't want to interfere with the presidential election. Bingo. Now, if you go back and check on uh, what he's just describing there, um, James Comey did do that. He testified as well, and he said the same thing, that he did not want to interfere with the presidential 
election. It's it's just it's crazy. So there's two sets of rules, one for one, one for the other. All right, so let's move on to our next video, and this is a um, lady by the name of uh, Harriet Hagman, another congresswoman. She does a fantastic job of uh, asking Ray some questions and telling them some things, and uh, listen up to this. Um, yes, uh, Director Ray, we have established that the FBI and other federal agencies met weekly with executives from major social media companies, including Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Microsoft, LinkedIn, and Yahoo and Verizon. Were you involved at any of those meetings, yes or no? Uh, I, I wasn't involved in the kind of meetings that you're talking about, or, or I didn't participate, I guess, in, in meetings like that. Okay. Are these meetings still occurring, and if so, how frequently? Well, right now, uh, as you may know, there is a preliminary injunction that's been entered. Prior to the preliminary injunction, were these weekly meetings taking place? I don't know if weekly meetings uh, occurred, again, before the injunction, but certainly we've been, and we've been very open about this, engaged with does, social media does the, does the FBI intend to continue to have such meetings leading up to the 2024 election to police election-related speech? Well, we're not going to be policing election-related That's what you previously did. Uh, that's not, I do not agree with that description. Okay, well, here's what I would say. This committee has learned that the FBI acted to, quote, discredit leaked information about Hunter Biden before Fact. and after it was published, that, quote, Twitter's contact with the FBI was constant and pervasive, Fact. And as if it were a subsidiary, and that, quote, a surprisingly high number are requests by the FBI for Twitter to take down on action, take action on election misinformation, even involving joke tweets from low follower accounts. Are you aware that that has been reported? I am aware of some of what the committee has found in its report, okay. but right. I, I will add that I'm not sure I agree with the findings. But in that's what we report. found. See, he may not agree with the findings, but those are the findings, all right? Factual findings. He may not agree with them, just like you may not agree with certain things in, in your life. But these are facts. Can't hide from them. Uh, Director Way, you and I both know that the federal government is forbidden from doing indirectly what it cannot do directly. In other words, neither you nor the FBI have any legal authority to circumvent the First Amendment by using a surrogate to do your dirty work. Yet that is exactly what you have been doing. The Bureau, under your watch, has been using proxies to violate the First Amendment. Were you the person who gave the orders to use these social media companies to violate the First Amendment, violate Americans' First Amendment? Americans' First Amendment, if you didn't know, is freedom of speech. Amendment rights. Again, I don't agree with your description of our engagement with so social who, media companies. So, so who made the decision to use social media companies as a proxy to suppress the First Amendment rights of American citizens? Because I don't believe that's what we did, I'm not sure there's anyone that would have made such a decision. Do you really expect the American public to believe that you were not involved in the decisions related to using social media companies to suppress the First Amendment rights of, of, of American citizens? I can't help what people will believe or not. I can only speak to what the facts are. Was anyone ever fired or otherwise reprimanded for uh, pursuing mass censorship? In other words, has anybody been held accountable for taking the actions that were described in the decision by the district court out of Louisiana? 
Well, the district court's decision just came out on July 4th. Has anybody been reprimanded or held accountable? And at the for moment, what we have issued guidance to everyone in the organization who could be affected as has to how to follow been, that. Has and anyone been reprimanded? I'm not going to speak to personnel matters because we have not made any such determination at this stage. Um, Mr. Ray, I have some letters from Lindsey Graham and Rand Paul that were sent to you on April 20th and June 20th requesting a meeting uh, to discuss the Weapons of Mass Destruction Directorate's work investigating the origins of SARS-COVID-19. Uh, uh, Your office has never responded to these letters. Do you intend to respond to Senators Lindsey Graham and Rand Paul to uh, find out more information about the origin of COVID-19? Well, I, I, we try hard to respond to all correspondence we get from the Hill. We get a lot. Uh, well, I I'll have to you'll check. Be responding so to my intention is that we would have an appropriate response. Sometimes our responses, uh, by longstanding procedure, our, uh, our responses have to go through the department before they go out. So it could be that it's held up there, but I don't know. He is something else, eh? Going back and forth in regards to uh, simple questions uh, from Harriet. Um, it's unreal. Unreal. But anyway, we're going to move on to another one. This is now Matt Gates. He uh, he's going to be confronting Ray with some questions as well, and uh, uh, this gets quite interesting. If you haven't heard these, like I said, you will not hear these on mainstream media. You will not hear them on CNN or MSNBC or you know Morning Joe or anything like that because they just will not play it. So here we go. Oh, my Democrat colleague just asked the director of the FBI whether or not they are buying information about our fellow Americans. And the answer is, well, we'll just have to get back to you on that. It sounds really complicated. But I have other questions. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? Now, if that was the mob, you would think that's a shakedown, right? Think about it. If that was in a movie, you know, he's like, hey, I got I'm waiting with my father, and it's, we're, what are you going to do? We're going to tell you to do, or this is going to happen. Of course, this is, this is a definite shakedown. This is what you'd see in a, in a, in a mob movie. Listen to what Ray has to say. I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not and has no oh, interest in protecting anyone You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. But let's go for Anybody, like I just said, that, that has watched a movie or a mob movie, gangster movie years ago, or a few years ago, or even decades ago, everyone knows. They know the routine. This is a shakedown. This was Hunter Biden talking to a Chinese diplomat saying, you know, do this by this time or else, right? Come on. Like, he can't even answer that. He's the director of the FBI. There's something seriously wrong. From the uncurious to the downright nosy. How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Listen to this. Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? 
Because that's what the Inspector General said. The Inspector General said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the Inspector General? I'm not, I'm not sure, actually, that's a, com a correct characterization of the Inspector General's uh, oh, well, findings on well, that. Well, the Internet will remind you of I, that in moments. But, but let, let's now go to uh, what the, the court said. The court said it was over 200,000 that have occurred on your watch. Would, do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment? Again, I don't have the numbers I sit here right now. What I can Seems tell like you... a number you should know. How many times the FBI is breaking the law under your watch, especially if it's like over a million to not... Do you start to get a bigger picture of, of what's transpiring here in regards to the FBI, who's you know a, a huge organization in the United States of America and have been there for quite some time? It's amazing that this guy can't even answer some simple uh, questions. Uh, in regards to what what's going on, it just it just blows my mind. And we're going to move on here again. Um, uh, you can leave comments uh, as well below. Just leave the comments in the video below on anything that I've, I've I've touched on. Maybe you agree with it, maybe you don't, but that's okay. So it makes the world go around. Uh, I'm just posting out these videos and just you know kind of saying my spiel, and you can do what you want. Um, the next uh, video I'm going to show you, it's. Um, a uh, fellow by the name of Troy Niels. Now, this guy was, uh, I believe he's a, he's a congressman now, but he was a sheriff, of course, before he became a congressman. So he knows about the law. He knows how things work. So he's going to ask Ray a few questions. Here we go. Sir, uh, I will say this, Mr. Ray. I am one of those sheriffs that will, will be very blunt with you today. That's right here. I, I've had an opportunity to look at your testimony, lots of stuff, and hear about numerous task forces, crimes being committed against children, including even infants and toddlers, MS-13 gang members coming across the open southern border, the poisoning and killing of the American people with fentanyl, the, the sex trafficking, the human trafficking. It, it's quite clear, it is clear that you guys are dealing with some of the sickest bastards in our society. I have an article here from CNN in January 2022 calling the January 6th investigation the biggest investigation in FBI history. And what shocks me about this, quite honestly, is that you don't mention January 6th. Again, the biggest investigation, not one time in your 14-page testimony. You don't mention it one time. And that makes me ask myself the question, what the hell are you hiding? Sir, you mentioned 38,000 agents and support personnel in your agency. How many FBI agents and support personnel have you assigned to the January 6th investigation? I don't know that I know the number. I know we have a lot of people working okay, on it in multiple fields. Fair enough. Lots. Yeah. Knowing that you are dealing with some of the sickest people in our society with investigations related to child sex trafficking, have you reassigned any of these agents or personnel to investigate January 6th? Yes or no? Silly commercials on YouTube, right? Let me see what happens. So we'll just bypass that for a second. Just give me one second. Silly. There we go. We'll skip that. People away from uh, child exploitation. Okay. To I, now, six, now, now, let me just say this, Director. I, I find that disturbing because last month, Steve Friend, he testified before the Weaponization Committee. Mr. Friend was a domestic terrorism investigator for you, and he was told by one of his superiors that January 6th was, I quote, 
a higher priority than pursuing child pornography cases, end quote. And for those of you watching in America, understand today's FBI is more concerned about searching for and arresting grandma and grandpa for entering the Capitol building that day than pursuing the sick individuals in our society who prey on our children. And Mr. Ray, your priorities are flawed. But let's rehash what we know so far, all right? It's the largest investigation in FBI history, and you don't mention it in your testimony. Agents have been reassigned from child exploitation cases and so on. So now let's get into the money, Mr. Ray. How much taxpayer money has been spent on January 6th? I don't know that I have the figure oh, you don't have in my okay, head, fine. but... Mr. Ray, I got an article here, uh, December 22, uh, 2022, two years after the events of January 6th, and it says the Justice Department has requested another $34 million from Congress. And uh, number one, you shouldn't get another dime. The FBI shouldn't get another dime for this political witch hunt against the greatest president in my lifetime, Donald J. Trump. I, I want to turn my attention now to this fella, this character, Mr. Ray Epps. Listen up to this one, We've folks. all heard of him. We've heard of Mr. Ray Epps. He was number 16 on your FBI Most Wanted list. He was encouraging people the night prior and the day of to go into the Capitol. And Mr. Ray Epps can be seen at the first breach of Capitol grounds at approximately 12.50 p.m. Play the clip, please. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? All right. No, Dave, but one more thing. Yes, yeah, so we go up there? No? When we go in, Are we going to get arrested leave if we go up there? Yeah. You don't need to get Should shot. You arrest us. Breaching the line, going in at the first breach into the Capitol, into the Capitol grounds, a restricted area. Mr. Ray, you have arrested hundreds of people related to January 6th. And there have been people arrested for breaching Capitol grounds. Cooey Griffin is an example. Rachel Genko is an example. And then we go to Mr. Brandon Strecka. Brandon was arrested for disorderly and disruptive conduct, which included yelling, I quote, go, 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 as rioters tried to empty the Capitol. These three never went into the Capitol. They never assaulted anyone. So let's be honest with each other. There is very little difference between the actions of Ray Epps and Brandon Stricka that day, but yet Stricka was arrested and Epps wasn't. Epps also testified to the January 6th committee. He was back at his hotel when video evidence showed that he wasn't. He lied. He was on the Capitol grounds just as Brandon Strecker was. Epps even texted his nephew at 2.12 p.m. and said, I quote, I was in the front with a few others. It was on the video. I also orchestrated it. Now look into the camera, sir, when you answer my next question. Here we go. Are you going to arrest Mr. Epps, yes or no? I'm not going to engage here in a discussion about individual people who are okay, or are not going to be prosecuted. Can I get a commitment? You just watched the video. I'm an old law dog. I understand a little bit about probable cause. He did very little. There was very little difference what he did in Mr. Strecker. You can see him. He's encouraging. I almost think he's inciting a riot. 
He's encouraging people the night prior to go into the Capitol, the day of, go into the Capitol, and he was at the first breach, and he breached the restricted area. Everybody, a lot of people getting arrested for not going into the Capitol, but they're in the restricted area, but yet, rafts, who many people feel, fed, 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 right? And there's a lot of cloud over this. So I, I, my point is this. You arrested a lot of folks for unlawful activity. You just saw the video. And I will tell I you, order, Mr. Ray, Mr. if uh, you don't yeah. arrest Mr. Epps, the there's a reason behind it. I believe you know I what it is. And it appears to me you are protecting this guy. I strongly recommend you get your house back in order. With that, I yield back. So there you go. So you can leave your comments below uh, what you think. Um, what you think, uh, if you've already heard about that gentleman, what do you think that should happen? Do you think he should have been arrested? Think now he should be arrested? Other guys got arrested for a, a lot less. Okay, last video is going to be Chip Roy. I don't know if you know who Chip Roy is, but uh, Chip Roy, as far as I'm concerned, this guy, is, he's a rock star. He's another, I believe, another uh, uh, law dog. And um, he asked some questions of Ray. Uh, does a great job. Uh, listen up. Thank you, Director Ray, for appearing. Uh, Brian Auten was one of the FBI intelligence analysts who interviewed Igor Danchenko, the principal source of the Steele dossier, in January 2017, correct? Uh, I, I believe that's in the Durham report. Uh, and, and Danchenko explained that the dossier allegations were BS, yet the FBI did not reveal that to the FISA court. Instead, the FBI continued to use those allegations in two more sworn FISA applications about President Trump and Putin, correct? Well, again, I want to let Mr. Durham's report speak for itself. Okay, uh, but as director of the FBI, that's, those are the facts of the FBI under your watch. The uh, FBI well, conducted... No, no, sir, I'm sorry. Just, it's important. Not under my watch. Those are the facts. I'm getting, I'm getting to the part. Part. I'm getting to the part under your watch. Okay. Yes, of course. The yes. FBI conducted an internal investigation of Auten and sought to suspend him, but Auten appealed. Correct? I, I can't discuss the specific pending personnel matter. Okay. Well, according to recent reports, those are the facts. Nevertheless, in 2020, after Senators Grassley and Johnson highlighted evidence of potential financial crimes and corruption against the Biden family. The FBI assigned Auten to compile an assessment which was used to characterize the Biden revelations as Russian disinformation. The evidence Grassley and Johnson had collected were mostly financial records and could easily have been corroborated as authentic. And by then, the FBI had the Hunter laptop in its possession for over a year, so it knew the lucrative payments of the Bidens from corrupt and anti-American regimes were authentic. How on earth did the FBI empower an agent under investigation for potentially corrupt performance and abuse of FISA, in one politically fraught investigation, a Democrat operative-driven case against President Trump, to play a key role and to undermine a second politically fraught investigation, a case against the Bidens. How is that possible? How can you allow that to occur in the Federal Bureau of Investigation, as my colleagues on the other side of the aisle say, the elite law enforcement agency of the United States? How does that occur? I can't. At the moment, discuss a pending personal uh, I can tell you that every employee who in any way touched uh, the Crossfire Hurricane matter uh, has been referred to our Office of Professional Responsibility, our discipline. Are you concerned arm. about this, this activity by the FBI and what was communicated to the FISA court? Does that concern you as the director of the FBI? I consider the conduct that was described in the Durham report as totally unacceptable an unrepresentative of what I see from the FBI every day and must never be allowed to happen again. And have there been consequences as a result? Is Mr. Auten, uh, had, has he had consequences? 
Well, again, I can't speak to pending personnel matters. As you would perhaps remember from your own time in law enforcement, because we were working closely with Mr. Durham and I assigned agents to help him, at his request, we slowed down the administrative process to allow his investigation to complete itself. Now that it is complete, our personnel processes are very much ongoing. Well, I think it is more than troubling that under your watch, we see that this continued to occur and you have Auten being continued to be empowered after there was an investigation and after there was an effort by the FBI to look into why he would go to the FISA court and give wrong information. I mean, the issue here has been wrapped up in a cloud of politics, but the fact is the American people deserve to know how the FISA court is being abused and how it's being abused against the former president and against them in light of the reports that we saw Mr. Johnson from Louisiana put forward that was in a court filing and a court report. I want to move on to another topic. On September 23, 2022, 20 heavily armed agents stormed the home of Mark Houck. You're familiar with this? I'm familiar with the Houck case a little bit, yes. Here and we go. Uh, this was after Check Mr. Houck's lawyer reached out and said he would appear voluntarily because the incident in question occurred almost in a year earlier in this October guy 2021. So a year to give earlier. himself up. And the question here I have, local authorities investigated the incident but concluded there was no case. After the jury met for roughly an hour, Houck was acquitted. How on earth did Mark Houck end up having the FBI send several armed agents along with local authorities to arrest him at gunpoint? And do you approve it? Did you approve of that? Well, let me start where you ended. Decisions about the manner uh, of an arrest are not something that the FBI director approves. I defer to and rely on the judgment of the experienced career agent. All right, you kind of get the idea. This goes on for a couple hours. If you've never had the opportunity to, to watch it, I suggest you do. Um, it's um, it's it's something. It's very eye-opening. Um, so what do you think? Um, just respond in the comments below. Uh, let me know what you think about uh, race testimony. What, let me know what you think about the FBI in, in the United States of America. Are they doing a good job? Are they doing a bad job? Um, do you think it's equal? you think it's an equal thing? Do you think they're doing the same thing for the Bidens as they are for Trump? Um, I always ask myself the question in regards to, you know, Lady Justice and having being blindfolded and, and having the way scales equal. Uh, if a lot of stuff that's going on right now with the Bidens, if that had the name Trump underneath it, how, how would it be different? And, and what would be happening, say, to Trump Jr. at this time if it was actually Trump Jr.? Um, like, for instance, just what happened last week with the cocaine in the White House. Cocaine's in the White House, and, and the Secret Service said they, can't, they don't know who it is or they, they, they can't identify, there, there's like cameras everywhere. And, and there's a secret service everywhere. And, and they can't identify it? Yeah, i I got to be like Dan Bongino in this one and call bullshit because that's insane. Uh, but anyway, they say they, they say that they, they can't find anything, so it is what it is. Anyway, listen, that's it for today's podcast. That's about 30 minutes in. I've showed you about five quick clips of different congressmen at that congressional hearing uh, asking Ray questions. Uh, you can go and f uh, watch the whole congressional uh, hearing yourself. It's, it's quite eye-opening. You can all obviously see the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans and how they ask questions. But uh, anyway, listen, I'm going to sign off. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to my podcast. Thank you very much for subscribing and liking my podcast. Very much appreciated. You can also find me on Rumble, rumble.com. All my videos are uploaded on YouTube. Also go to Rumble. A few of them that have been taken down by YouTube are still on Rumble because Rumble doesn't uh, censor videos. And uh, please, don't forget to subscribe and like my channel. 
Very important. Helps with the algorithm with YouTube. It moves videos up or down the chain. Uh, I can also be found on Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. It's just a, the surge effect on YouTube. Until next time, everyone, thank you very much for listening. It's much appreciated. Have yourself a great day. Cheers. This episode sponsored by He Shirts, She Shirts. Go to www.heshirtsheshirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, The Surge Effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.